third. All right, Josh. Uh, Pod Max introduced to me by our good friend Todd Armstrong. Mm-hmm. What's going on today, Josh? How you feeling? I'm feeling amazing. I'm feeling very well, and I'd like to think that some of that is by design, some of it by momentum, and all of it right here in the moment, ready to go. That's good, man. So yeah, as a way of getting started, tell the telesales beast who you are. My goodness, beast. Uh, I am, like you said, I'm Josh Carey. I'm known today as the hidden entrepreneur. And that's simply because I spent 40 plus years of my life hiding, literally showing up to every situation, hiding everything that I was truly capable of doing. All of my skill, talent, and ability was pushed to the side because I was desperately out to seek the approval of others. And also, I didn't want to rock the boat. There's this thing I learned that some people, and I cater to them all these years, which was the problem. Some people, when they see you doing good, they get insecure and they don't like that, right? Because it triggers something within them. So um, I found myself attracting all of those people who were triggered by anything that I put out of value. So I learned very early on to just stay quiet, play small and hide all of that good, solid ability. Yeah. So, so what shifted? What, uh, what made you come out of hiding? Good question. Um, today I'm the proudest of fathers. I have two adoring children. I have an eight-year-old daughter, a six-year-old son who early on in their, you know, still young lives, I realized that I see what's happening here. I'm the child in this group and I'm the one with work to do. Uh, So I made that choice. I didn't want to continue going down the path with them in my existence, seeing a father who was angry, miserable, frustrated, confused, because where would that end up for them? Not well. And I was smart enough to realize, you know, this I'm not going to screw up. It's one thing to spend 40 years screwing myself up, fine, quote unquote. But now with these two adoring creatures in the mix, I'm better than this. And I can do better than this. I've always had the ability. I always knew what I was capable of. I just pushed it aside, which caused all that internal friction. And I said, you know what? It's about time. I get it. I have to do it now. So I started taking an assessment of what what I was doing to numb all of my pain. You know, we all find little ways and big ways to sort of keep things status quo and to put down what might be fearful, which is just an exercise in excitement and the potential rising. So I just uh, started replacing these less than ideal habits with slightly better ones. And day in and day out, you keep visiting them and stack more on top of them and you have a good life. Yeah, that's good, man. So um, you've been podcasting for a while now. Tell me a little bit about that journey. So you can imagine that um, my whole philosophy is that our external world is nothing but a reflection of your internal world, period. So anything that's going on in the outside, I've learned to take full personal responsibility because I'm creating it. I'm attracting it. And if, if you want anything on the outside to change, got to start from the inside. 
So my most recent business was a 10 year run. I was, I was running my own digital marketing agency and I was attracting who I was, the angry, miserable, and frustrated, just like me. Uh, and then, you know, it, it got to a point where I realized that just like a toxic relationship in, in our personal lives, my business has become one. I'm like, this is all just toxic. It's not good. I don't want this anymore. That's when I had the epiphany with my children. And I was like, I got to, I got to like rip the bandaid off here. Just like if you're in a bad personal relationship, you're not going to wait until you have a new one waiting. You're going to say, I'm going to get the F out and then figure out where I'm going to go next, but I can't stay here. And that was my thought with that business. I said, this isn't good for me anymore. So I, I left and I just said, I'm going to take some time to figure out what is next for me. I know that I'm capable and able again, going back to what I always knew I was capable of and I'll figure it out. And in that thought process, podcasting came to me. I said, you know, I've never really had an official podcast. I've interviewed people and really appreciate that whole thing. And I said, but something is drawing me to really officially starting a podcast. I could probably stick with it and I'll get to meet people. I'll get to find opportunity and I'll just go towards whatever opportunity I like. And that's in front of me. And I started the brand, The Hidden Entrepreneur, and then The Hidden Entrepreneur Show uh, in 2018, and over 200 episodes later, still going strong. But the most important part of that journey is that I have a, I have a keynote talk that is titled, How Podcasting Saved My Life. And there's no real hyperbole in that because I was going down a very dark and depressed path prior to it. When I found myself on the mic podcasting as a host and as a guest, I realized that this is not only helping me come out of my shell and play to my strengths and meet the right people, but it's building confidence. I never realized that, wow, I can really grow as a person through this vehicle, through this medium. So I double downed on that and I started recording more episodes and learning the craft and implementing and getting better and showing up in the space, trying to meet the right people and do the right things. And here we are, things are growing well. Nice. Yeah, so from wearing a mask, unmasking to podcasting. <laughs> oh, never, never put it like that. I, I appreciate that. Yeah, that's good, man. <laughs> <laughs> the masking to podcast. <laughs> Thank you, Jake. Yeah, man. Um, so yeah, definitely. Um, from the moment we first connected, definitely loved your energy, enthusiasm, because uh, that's what sales is, right? It's the transfer of enthusiasm. There you go. And um, definitely enjoy uh, your enthusiasm through the microphone. So, out of hundreds of podcasts, tell me, tell me. You know, I'm sure you have a lot of favorites, but which one are which ones have been most impactful? 
Um, episode 99 is with uh, someone who's become a great friend of mine. I've, I've interviewed him in different capacities over the years. He's uh, best-selling author, John David Mann. He's the co-author of The Go-Giver and the mm -hmm. entire Go-Giver series. He's got dozens of New York Times bestsellers under his belt. Yep. Um, we've just created this, this bond, this friendship that works so well. And as the, as the writer of The Go-Giver, giver you can imagine that when you get him on in a dialogue he knows how to show up i love the people and the guests who just know how to show up and there's a very great bond and rapport and energy that is built almost instantly and then it just sort of runs itself. And then that creates the atmosphere for you to be able to be your best and to show up even better than you thought you could. So he's absolutely one of my one of my all time favorites. Nice. Yeah, I haven't uh, jammed with him yet, but yeah, uh, I've had Bob Berg on the podcast. Great. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. Co-author of The Go-Giver. Yeah, of course. He's also spectacular, obviously. Uh, yeah, right. Exactly. Right? Yeah. So uh, I heard you say, you know, you had before podcasting, you were down this dark path and you, mm -hmm. you had struggled with depression and yeah. it's definitely something that I've, that I've battled with as well. And what I'm so excited about here in the last couple of months, maybe in the last year, the stigma of mental health, you know, mm -hmm. like has shifted to where now more people are talking about it and it's not so, so much stigma around mental health. Right. So let's, let's talk a little bit about that as far as um, as, as you were putting yourself in a position to learn to grow, at what point did you feel like a lot of that, um, depression and everything lifted from you? So I'll share what I can as my own personal story, right? Cause that's all I can really contribute to this conversation of mental health, how, how I experienced it, what I did to get through it. What I'm realizing in retrospect is my depression and frustration and angst and anxiety and everything somewhat self-imposed because I knew day in and day out behind closed doors what I was really capable of. And that caused that internal strife and friction. And you can imagine how that plays on you. And nobody likes that feeling. So you have one or two choices. You do something that negates the feeling, that gets you in a better mood, or you find a way to numb it in some way. And that's what I did for all those years. And then you just stack all those bad habits so you don't feel that pain and you don't have to deal with it. So for me... It was, quote unquote, simply not numbing the pain, but confronting it and saying, you know, I am better than this. Why? Why aren't I showing up the way I want? What am I scared of? And that's what it took for me. A, an honest look, a blatant self-assessment into everything that I thought I stood for and rewriting the script and saying, if I know I'm capable, why aren't I doing what I want to be doing? We all know what we want to be doing. If we had our wish and somebody granted us that power and ability and said, you can do and achieve and have whatever you want, write it down for me. Let me see what that looks like. We wouldn't struggle. We would know exactly what our best life would look like, period. But we don't do that. 
We just don't do that. Nobody has to grant you that wish or that power. We, as human beings and people, we have that ability. We are literally, literally, you've heard it all the time. We're able, we're able to create the life and the days that we want. So when I took personal responsibility and realized that I'm creating my own angst here, I can make different choices. Let me say that again. I, giving myself the power, anybody can do this. I can make different choices. For me, it was that simple. Not always easy. I get it. There's a lot of years and some sometimes very real circumstances, but you can start making headway. You can start putting something in place that makes you feel a little better and gets you towards what you've defined you really want, you really want to do, you want to have, you want to feel, you want. So I did it. Nice. That's great. Yeah. So, so many people go about life, uh, you know, not knowing what they want and then keep attracting things they don't want and, you know, keep saying, mm. I don't want this. And um, so you got to be able to, like you said, uh, rewrite the script, which is perfect for telesales, right? Talking about scripts. There you go. <laughs> and I come from the acting and film world. So it's my language too. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. So uh, acting in film world, I got a son in uh, film school right now at Columbia cool. College, Hollywood, when we're oh, out wow. here in L.A. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Awesome. How do you feel about that? That's awesome path, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, totally encourage him. He's doing video editing and acting and stuff. So, Fantastic. yeah, just do what you want to do what you want to do. Right. There you go. And I've, for the record, who I am and what I do today, um, I haven't, uh, you know, I was, I spent 15 years in New York in the 90s and the early 2000s. Um, but everything from that era is completely transferable, right? Everything I do in and around the mic today, it's all transferable skills. So it's all, it's, it's all valid and worth it. Yeah. So definitely one thing I've picked up off of you is you have this tonality and this voice inflection. Is that something you learn? <laughs> there? Tell me more. I want to hear more before I respond. Yeah. What are you picking up on? Yeah. So I'm picking up on uh, the way that you uh, enunciate some of your, uh, your words and how you kind of, mm. you got this swagger about you, you know, we call it <laughs> swagger, it's voice inflection. Um, is that something you learned uh, on that journey? Um, I, I'm sure somewhere along the way during yeah. those, those voice and speech and diction <laughs> classes that you sort of, those are the ones you roll your eyes at. Right. Yeah. But it's like any, 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 uh, school, school student, you're like, what do I need this stuff for? This is never going to be applicable. And then you realize later on how applicable. Uh, so I guess the voice and diction, it's not something that I, um, deliberately and consciously have worked on, although, um, you know, I, I train uh, entrepreneurs and executives on how to communicate their message, how to identify their message, how to deliver their message. So through that, it, it would only make sense that I'm somewhat proficient uh, mm -hmm. at what I do and teach. So it's, it's all part of it, right? Communication is not just the words you use. It's not just the way you say them. It's not just the stories you tell. It's a whole host of things like you're, like you're bringing up. It's, it's inflection, it's cadence, it's volume. It's all of it. So thanks for, for noticing and pointing it out. Yeah, absolutely. 
and it also goes back to, to having kids, right? So um, <laughs> when you're reading books, that's, that's how yes. I tell agents on scripts. It's like, you're not going to read that book with no voice inflection, no tonality, <sighs> and just monologue these, these yeah. kids' books. You know, As your kids are growing up, you're going to want to make it fun. You're going to want to uh, put some of that tonality and that voice inflection in those books. <laughs> Tonality, all the top sales trainers, right? Jake Lynn included, all yeah. talk about tonality. That's it. Exactly. So coming from someone who's proficient, uh, what would be some advice that you would give somebody that's that's struggling in that department? Which department? Uh, tonality? T tonality. Communication? Or yeah. All of that? All um, it, it all comes down to we're talking about finding your voice and we're talking about communication. Uh, the way to get it done is to first do it. So I say you got to hop on the mic, whether it's uh, get yourself booked on some interviews, uh, do some interviews or do some Facebook lives or just do some videos that you wind up posting and get it and do it and do it. That's the right. You got to put in the hours. It's not, you know, it's not, it's, it's nothing new. Um, it, this didn't come to me overnight. It's practice. It's implementation. It's revisiting. It's learning. It's being educated and getting yourself out there. So there are a lot of things to, uh, you know, being, if we're talking about tonality first, it's like, okay, so I want to use tonality, but, but what am I saying? So that, first comes to, okay, what are the stories you're sharing? What is the core message you're sharing? What are the experiences you're sharing? Why are you sharing them? And all of that put together will help you shape the tonality and communication that you bring to the table. So it starts with an understanding of what needs to be done, why it needs to be done for you, what your end goal is, what the purpose is, and then just getting on the mic and doing it with, you know, we all hate the way we sound. Uh, and then, you know, you do it more and more and then you just hate the way you sound a little less <laughs> and you practice and you see feedback and you're getting results and you feel better about yourself. You gain some confidence and and repeat. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, then, you know, listen to yourself after after the sales call or after the podcast, listen to mm -hmm. your call recordings, things like that, and pick up on some of the areas in which that you might be able to improve. And you got to practice, right? That yeah. silly phrase, practice makes perfect. It does. Get yourself on the mic, start talking, start delivering, start telling a story, start figuring out your message. Right, exactly. Yeah. Figure out what you want. There you go. Yeah. The truth. Yeah. So, uh, so Josh, what are some things that you want? What are, what are you most excited about these days? I love training people and helping them get to the root of who they are through their message, taking their entire life experience and turning that into their life's message and their life's mission. So many people that I work with, everybody from the C-suite level down, don't always know their message. They know their business's message all too well, but that's, that's such a small fraction. People don't care yet about that. They want to know who you are, where you come from, why 
you're even in this business. And that's a whole host of things. So I work with people to help them understand that there's a whole lifetime of experience you have. If you are more than one day old, you have life experience. So many people say, I don't have anything to talk about. No, you just don't know yet what's relevant because we haven't teased it out yet. So exactly. that's what I love doing is, is really working with, with somebody. And I, and I love saying from the C-suite level down because early on, I, I got the chance to work with a whole host of C-suite level executives, CEOs, COOs, CMOs, founders. And my, my initial instinct was, ah, you know, they'll, they'll be great. They'll be fine. No, they're coming to the table saying, you know, I'm, I'm good. I've made eight, nine figures in this company. I'm fine but I've just never been on a, on a podcast before, or I don't know what to talk about. And I'm like, Oh, good. Welcome. We'll get along <laughs> just fine. So yeah. can't take anything for granted. Uh, I, I think a lot of people need, need this assistance to just feel that they have a story, they have a message and it's all possible to be, uh, to be out and then help you deliver it and get the impact by, by um, telling it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so, you know, it, it goes to show you, like you said, this, this executive talked about, you know, I'm mm. used to making this kind of money. And then, you know, there's this, still this awkwardness about putting mm. themselves out there, you know? So how do you coach somebody to push through that awkwardness to get going and get started? Well, it's, it's, it starts with, you know, meeting them where they are. So it's like, all right, tell me about what you do. And then they'll, they'll talk about their position in the company. And then from there, we just work backwards. Okay, why? Why is this exciting to you? How did you get here? What are the moments that led here, right? Like, why are you so passionate about this? And then we go back as far as we can. And perhaps something as a child or a teen made that trigger, made that conscious or subconscious decision for them to go into this field. And now it gets interesting. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa wait a minute. That happened when you were a teenager. Do, now I see why you're in this field, why you're so passionate about doing what you're doing, but it's dry just to talk about what you're doing. Right. So, right. Yeah. yeah. So getting down to the why. Yeah. 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 I love and we all have it. We all have one. And then finding through that, finding what I call your signature story, which is that one core message that you share and how you share it. And then once you're focused on that, just like when you're in the market for a new red car or a new red, uh, some sort of specific vehicle, you see them all the time. It's the same concept here. Once you're dialed into your, your, your core message, your signature story, so many seemingly trivial and little moments in life become more relevant. Now you can start gathering these moments because they directly tie in to this message and this story of yours that you didn't even realize you were bringing to the table day in and day out. So now when you find a quarter in the parking lot, now you're like, oh my God, this is directly related. I'm going to talk about this. I'm going to tell this. And then you just start gathering all these stories. You become a better communicator. People are drawn to you even more. And that's that. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, it's been an absolute pleasure jamming with you today, Josh. Man, it. uh, fire episode. We appreciate you. Where can people find you? My website can be your best fork in the road, joshcarry.com. From there, you can find everything that I'm up to, listen to some episodes, watch some videos, find me on your favorite social platforms. Awesome. We appreciate you. I'm going to have to thank Todd for bringing you on the show today, man. And awesome. we look forward to connecting with you in the future. I love jamming back with you, Jake. Thanks so much. All right, All right my brother.